Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one. It's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really good. Your dad raised you on that stuff. (laughs) What did you like about the movie? I liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth and even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today and the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith but it also showed that despite that if we just get out of the way, revival is possible. So what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it. Uh, <laughs> like that bothered me a little bit. I got to tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie. Well, if you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it opens in theaters on February 22nd. Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. Those things we did not get to during the course of the show today, including some politics. We're going to uh, go through a little bit of the uh, State of the Union address from last night with President Biden. Uh, but before we do that, I still have the smell of wings on my hands. Like if you've listened Just to the wash podcast, your hands. I have, I have, but I still, I still smell it. Uh, I do too. But it's so I good. I smell the barbecue one more oh, than anything. This is the um, the um, buffalo one that I'm smelling. You had more of those than yeah. anything else, I think. They were my, that was my favorite. Like, if you haven't heard it yet, we did a uh, wing off, and you can listen to it in the regular podcast um, to hear the whole thing. But it was fo- so funny, because I went to four places yesterday to try and find already cooked wings, because we were each doing our own signature sauce uh, that was reflective of who we are as people, you know, kind of like you would see on a cooking show. And I think everybody did a great job with their story, their backstory. Some were more successful than others. Um <laughs> Two of them. Yeah, two of them. Yes. <laughs> Betty's was rough, but I loved her story. Like, it was so good. You would be like that horrible singer on American Idol, but we oh, love your story. Like you know? <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah. And so, like, she did a really good job with it. It just didn't pan out for her. Um, but it was funny. So, I had to get actual wings uh, and break them down. And so, I've got my big knife in the kitchen cutting bones, you know, and breaking these chicken wings down. And my wife is, she hates like, she she should be a vegetarian, uh, but she hates, she likes meat, but she doesn't like anything about making it. Mm. And so she's hearing me... Mm. Not, and a, she's like, like, not a great noise per yeah, se. Like, yeah. like the grill and the sizzle, that's yeah. fine. But yeah, yeah, I guess that one's a little bit. Ugh. Chicken bones cut easier than you would think, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. And so I'm like cutting through these things. And then she finally is like, I can't. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and this was her solution Alexa, play music. She couldn't <laughs> even come up with a type of music to play. Just it play was just, music. Just make it stop. Alexa, play music. <laughs> it was so funny. Lock out the chicken wings. I got lucky, too. It played like a new album that I had. Uh, just got like uh, like a month ago, and it played the whole album. So this mm. is great. So I lucked out. It was on mm-hmm. my. She's like, I don't even care. It's really heavy music. She's like, I don't even care. It's better than the sound of those wings. <laughs> Bless. Uh, but yeah, we did the wings. I got to tell you, you mentioned that I had the buffalo one, the buffalo uh, green apple cotton candy uh, wing that I made. <laughs> 
it had separated the sauce from last night, and I let Betty Rock put a finger in it and taste it, and she's like, oh, that's horrible. That's, I'm like, how can that be horrible? It was really good last night. Yeah, it's just like all the oil came to the top. Yes. It was, Because I did the same thing, and that's when I was like, oh, you're absolutely right. So I took that one out of contention, and mm-hmm. I remixed it, and I mixed it really hard, and it actually ended up coming back together, and it was really good. I loved that one. I was really surprised at like how good that was. Like, you love it so much, you would actually make it again? I could make that one again and be happy with it. Um, like there was enough of the apple of the cotton candy, the green apple cotton candy that came through. I purposely I did it with like I reduced the the sugar down with water. Um, you do it in two to one ratio, wa- uh, sugar to water, and I reduced it down, and then I put like a tablespoon in it, and it. It was still really good. It was sweet, but I'm like, the apple doesn't come through enough, and I didn't want anyone to call shenanigans, so I put more in. So I did like a a tablespoon and a half, and then you got the apple through. I was really surprised. I was like, this is not horrible, man. It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but I think just the idea of knowing that there was green apple- Cotton candy, sugar. It just made me like want to gag. And brown sugar. Yeah, just together in the buffalo sauce. It doesn't seem right, but it was good. But brown sugar goes in a lot of sauces. It's something- that goes into a lot of barbecue. Right. And yeah. so you just sort of, if you had just done purely the green apple yeah. sugar, I think maybe it might have come through in a weird way. But yeah. I'm thinking it paired a little bit with the brown sugar because you would make, let's say, like caramel apple, like yeah. brown sugar apple. That's yeah. like a thing. And so you just kind of put that into a wing. I think that the barbecue sauce has brown sugar. I think it made sense. Yeah. And you did like a chipotle kind of thing, yeah. like a Southwest queso dip almost. Yeah. It was good though. I had the initial idea that I had that I was like having a hard time figuring out how to make that I didn't know how to make well. Like I want, I kind of wanted to make something like weird that ended up tasting halfway decent. But my first idea was a uh, gas station combo wing yeah. sauce. Oh, that would have been good too. Like I was like, at a gas what station? if I like blended up like hot Cheetos, Mountain Dew, mm. nacho oh. cheese, Oh gosh, my favorite oh. things from a gas station oh. and did that. Your reactions probably would be accurate for what it would have tasted yeah, like. Yeah, that would have been bad. So I went for the nacho. Yeah, the nacho was good. Like, when you put the beans in it, the refried beans, if you had left those out, I would have been, like, way more down. I think if I was making that to actually create something that yeah. I would bring to, like, a Super Bowl party, I probably would leave the refried yeah. beans out, but that was just going all in on Yeah, no, the I respect commitment. it. Betty went all in, too. I did. Uh, you went all in. Like, uh, your story was great, because she's a Southern belle, mm-hmm. and she loves some sweet tea, mm-hmm. and she put it all together. Yeah, sweet baby rays, some sweet tea, some pickle juice. Oh. And I let some um, pig skins. Yeah, pork rinds. Pork rinds marinate oh, in it for a little bit. So bad. It was, yeah. No, I don't, it wasn't as bad as I thought. How Was it a red sweet baby rays sauce? Like like regular red barbecue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's sweet. I, I, they weren't even red. Like, I don't understand where the bar- barbecue sauce went on it. Like, that, the barbecue sauce, if there had been a lot more of that, yeah. it probably would have masked some of the other flavors. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see any red barbecue sauce was it in a it. Pinch? It was weird. Like, was it just a, like How a much little did you squirt? Use? Maybe I should have mixed it, kind of like what you did with your first one. Yeah. Because I did, the one I put in for- Because I didn't do that. The one I put into contention was a, uh, a Sonny's barbecue sauce with cut up bacon and uh, the- uh, green apple cotton candy yeah. liquid, and I did mix all of that together on the stove and bring it all together. Yeah, and I think I think Chad had said it earlier. If you maybe had, I guess, like boiled 
down some sweet tea into like a concentrate mm-hmm. to the point where it would have been like a stronger flavor and then combined it with the barbecue sauce. Like you put the barbecue sauce in first and then you put the sweet tea in. And then I, I love the idea of the pork rinds and the pickles. Yeah, the juice. pork rinds I thought was a good idea. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I put bacon in mine. Why not pork rinds? You like know? I'd want to try and make that at some point. I yeah, out of interest. I got the sweet tea flavor, it's and instantly my stomach was like, no, no. Mm. Like I I hate sweet tea. I hate all tea that much. I've never found a tea. I went to a place one time. I was waiting for my daughter to finish up like some audition thing, and the only place it was open was like some bubble tea room. Oh. And I walk in. I'm like, Gee, you guys don't have to have a Coke, do you? You know, like please, like no, we just have bubble tea. I'm like, oh gosh, what is it? I'm like, I'm like, can you give me the thing that tastes the least like tea? Uh, here, please. And they gave me something, and it was still tea. Yeah, it was still tea. Like, I was like, I tried. I just can't. I can't even. Uh, all right. So let's get to the State of the Union. Raise your hand in the room if you watched the State of the Union oh, last night. What time was it at? Uh, you did not see it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me like, either. It went uh, after nine. I think it probably started at eight. I missed the first uh, little bit of it, and then I watched it all the way through. Until I always watch it to the end, and I'll watch like NBC or CBS or whatever just for a few minutes to see how, when it's a Democratic president, how amazing they said he does and how great he is. And he's so well spoken and he just really gave it back to those Republicans, you know. <laughs> and then when it's a Republican, they're like, he is the worst person on the planet. And he said nothing. You're like, really? Oh, last night was enjoyable. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's just funny to hear the, the difference. But so President Joe Biden called on Republicans in his State of the Union address uh, to work with him to finish the job. That was a theme. Finish the job, finish the job of rebuilding the economy and uniting the nation. Um, And uh, it did start off in a little bit of a uh, jovial light with a joke from President Biden. Start tonight by congratulating the 118th Congress and the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) Speaker, I don't want to ruin your reputation, but I look forward to working with you. So there you go, a little political humor, gets a little hit, that's great. So uh, Biden went out, uh, you know, to tout the success of his administration, uh, which at times he was heckled by Republicans. Like, he talked about problems facing our country, like the fentanyl crisis, and some of the Republicans yelled, it's your fault. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it was It was like, I, I don't remember watching a uh, State of the Union address mm-hmm. that was that contentious and actually verbal from the crowd. Like sometimes you hear him go, oh, but you hear people yelling liar and like, like, wow. How did he address it? Uh, he just kind of kept going. It rattled him a couple times because like, OK, here's one time when they were talking about Medicare. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you anybody who doubts it. <laughs> Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. Take that. Wow. It's like because yeah, the person that put that up doesn't speak for everybody, and they're all like, no, no. And he 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 got so rattled a couple times, which was so great, and it makes it makes me laugh. You know, that's human. Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, this is my favorite, though, is to count the number of times people stand up when he says anything. Kamala Harris, because she's his puppet. Uh, You can see my bias. Uh, She stood up about a thousand times at everything he said. Giddy little smile. Like, yay. And he doesn't like her. And I love that she's like, yay. 
Kevin McCarthy looked like he wanted to be anywhere but there. He had just sourpuss face and was just like, and I think he stood up maybe three times. Like he just wasn't having it at all. But at least he didn't rip up uh, Biden's speech like uh, Pelosi did to Trump, you know? So he was there, uh, but he wasn't like engaged in it. But he even at, at one point in time, where people were yelling things out, he kind of like shook his head no, and like two of the Republicans were like, "Shh, no, let's not do this," kind of thing, mm. because it was getting a little bit out of hand. Um, but uh, Joe repeatedly called on us to finish the job. Um, he, he he took uh, he used all the tools in his public speaking arsenal, uh, like he talked about the imagery of a missing family member at the table who lost their lives to COVID, which he has done a bunch. And he was impassioned as he spoke about uh, Tyree Nichols. Uh, and he spoke to her, her his mom, uh, but then he called him Tyler, and he's like, so, "Oh, whoops!" Um, but you know what? I, I don't get on people too much for like making flubs when you're speaking. I speak for a living and I know what it's like. I mean, mm -hmm. I you you have the name in your head. It's not like you don't know who it is. It just you're talking and you get rattled. Like I get that. Uh but one of my favorite personalities of him uh turned up uh when Get Off My Lawn Joe shows up. Oh, it's <laughs> always good. Autocracy's grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. And no one. No one knows what he's talking about. No one says anything. Even Kamala didn't get up. Like at that point, you're like, yeah, come on. Like and he was waiting. He was, this is like towards the end. He is driving it home and he is waiting for everyone to just rally around him as he's banging his fists on the on the counter, kind of like Dwight did uh, from the <laughs> office at that one uh, summit where he was doing a Hitler speech. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, so funny. Uh, but like, it, and he was so ready for his moment and then Crickets. It was so funny. But well, I guess he was just trying to prove to the people that he is a strong individual and that he's done something that other yes. presidents haven't been able to do. Maybe. I don't know. But yet we don't know really what it was that he was yeah, able to do. Not 100% sure. Hmm. Uh, he talked about like the 300 pieces of legislation they've signed. He took shots at Republicans for not being on board with uh, his rebuilding campaign. And then, you know, like, so he took shots too. Everybody does. Like, I get it. But the but the people afterwards, they were just like, this was the best we've seen Joe, uh, you know, in in a long time and he's just on fire and he was great and strong but kind and compassionate like the 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 uh liberal media was falling all over themselves presumably because like he made it through the whole speech without falling asleep i guess i don't know like they're like you're the best so anyway that was your state of the union and my at least my take on it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh what do you got lady rock well, Jennifer Lopez, uh, if you've watched any of the Grammys from Sunday night, you may have noticed that Jennifer Lopez, with her husband Ben Affleck, uh, a lot of people pointed out that he had dead face the whole time. Uh, like he just that was Kevin McCarthy at the speech. He just looked like he didn't want to be there. He didn't care to be there. Um, he just wanted to get out. But that didn't stop her from posting a clip uh, later that night uh, with the caption, "Always the best time with my love, my mm. husband." And it's a video of them getting ready. For for the event, them oh, standing on the red carpet and sweet. things like that. Now, even in the clip, he still has that face of like, 
I just want to not be here. I want to just go. Now, I don't know if that's really what he was thinking, but that was the energy he was giving. Mm -hmm. So not everyone was convinced when she posted that video thinking, oh, it was just a fun time with my love. One person replied to that video saying, quote, great PR since the whole world saw the energy and it's written all over your face, (laughs) darling. Your shine has gone and he looks forced to play along. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that was a little harsh. They even went on to say maybe Stay off the cameras and work on yourselves separately oh. and together. You don't That's... look happy. You can't hide energy. Okay, see that that is a lot because, like, let's say he doesn't want to be at this. What was it? Was it a premiere? The it was Grammys. a Grammy. A Grammy. So yeah, yeah maybe he didn't Grammys. want to go that night. Maybe, well, or like... maybe he had a tender tummy. Yeah. And his his tummy was hurting. Him. I've been in that place before where I look mad. At, yeah, I, if I have a poo poo problem, <laughs> I and I look mad at the world because all I can focus on oh, is that, man. and I'm just like super focused. Like <laughs> can on, I pull that for here's how Betty hears? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, can yeah. that be the title of this? Yeah, yeah. And uh, would so, I have a poo poo problem? Yeah, and so like yeah, I get that. Like, but to make all the inferences about like your marriage is in trouble and work on yourselves yeah, because like, people are just looking for yeah. drama and they will That's create hard. it if they can't find it. That's hard. I feel bad for celebrities on that level for mm-hmm. sure. Where they well, just we were go talking earlier on the show about how Ashton Kutcher, he's married to Mike Kunis, Mila Kunis. Mila mm-hmm. Kunis. And he made sure that with this uh, red carpet preview of, their, of his new movie with Reese Witherspoon, he kept his hands in his pockets and he kept a, a distance between yeah. him and Reese because he didn't want to start rumors that they were having an affair, yeah. which mm-hmm. Wally <laughs> said abruptly ruined by yeah. saying, "Well, well I, maybe if you're protesting I so much, protest yeah. this too I think much. it's from like Macbeth or ha- Hamlin or Hamilton, not Hamilton, uh, Hamlet or something like that. Methinks that thou doth protest too much, like when you go over the top on something that maybe you actually are guilty of it. Uh, but I wasn't saying that he was. I was just saying that's a possibility. Yeah, but you're just <laughs> planting the seed. I know. I know. Oh, jeez. I'm bad. Um, but. I do. I do. I actually did. I said this in the other uh, on the show, but like I actually respect him for doing that because rumors do get started that way. Just like with Affleck, he doesn't want to be at this thing. And like all of a sudden now their marriage is in trouble Mm -hmm. because of everybody just speculating. And that's not fair. Like uh, celebrities have enough trouble with their marriages as is. It's like leaping on and piling on other stuff to that. Like we should actually be rooting for them to actually Mm -hmm. have marriages that survive because people idolize them. And if, if they show that, hey, being in a committed relationship, even though you might be tempted or have other options or whatever, this is a good thing and maybe you should maybe people would emulate that you know and, and mm-hmm. maybe our world turns around a little bit different like yeah we should be rooting for them as people and as believers for sure uh lady rock what do you got for birthdays uh addy wants to wish her mom angela a happy birthday she said she was a single mom and took such good care of me she worked multiple jobs to make sure i had everything nice. i needed and most if not all of what i wanted single moms have it tough for sure and they always worry that they're not doing enough for their kids right. and but I, but being there and showing up and doing your best you see now it's like Addie's like yeah it was right. enough and thank you yeah she said can you just mention she is a Mickey Mouse loving mama uh, and I'm blessed to have oh, her oh that's, that's like so my wife sweet. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah she's got if you think if you could like put all of Marty's Mickey Mouse memorabilia Walt Disney whatever yeah in a room, how much value do you think it has? 
uh, versus what we paid for it, probably less than what we paid. <laughs> like, but absolutely. It's, it's, uh, and, you know, it's unpayable to her. Yeah, emotional value. Yeah. Loves it. Like, I, and I even, I fed into it for Christmas. I got her a bunch of Mickey Mouse stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this, uh, for her birthday, mm-hmm. um, I got her, uh, like, two, like, shirts from Disney that she liked. I got her this coaster, um, cause we joined, like, the DVC, like, the vacation club thing. Mm-hmm. And so I had, uh, somebody I found him on, on Etsy, I got taken. Uh, but I found them on Etsy and they do like the name tag, that shape of the name tag that all the employees wear and they'll put your last name on it and they put your, um, home hotel, uh, for your Disney vacation club on it. And so I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So I'll get her a set of coasters. And so I get it and there's one coaster in it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like in all the pictures, they showed multiple ones. So you think when it says quantity one, you think I'm getting four. Because who sells coasters one at a time? Etsy no people. one yeah. buys yeah. them like that. Yeah, exactly. So $20 for one. I would have to pay $80 for the... I'm like, well, this is just your special coaster. Oh, my coaster. gosh. Yeah, like 20 for a set I thought was a good deal. But like 80 for four plastic coasters? No. no. thank you. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that guy ripped me off. A question from Elisha. What's one thing people would never know about you just by looking at you? Mm, that I used to male model. Um, they'd never <laughs> know it by looking model. at me. Yeah, I've, I've uh, <laughs> been still- <laughs> uh, on uh, billboards before. Uh, currently am on billboards. Uh, yeah, I think if someone passed you on the street, they wouldn't think you were. No, absolutely not. For sure. I've been in movies. They wouldn't think I'm an actor. Um, and uh, I use that term super loosely. <laughs> Especially, uh, you'll hear it in our, uh, coming up, we're going to do a uh, aftercast with Andy Irwin. We do a whole segment on his new movie and he was the one that did I Can Only Imagine I was in and so Betty Rock sat through uh, about 30 minutes or so of me asking him questions oh, about the movie yes. just just so she could just take me apart with him and, and he jumped out. right in he loved it like, he was he, happy about it he broke bro code so fast and like <laughs> he went on to team Betty and like it was wonderful just turned on me so fast yeah, it was like it was okay great. yeah good time so we'll have that uh, probably next week I think we're gonna post that next week uh and then uh yeah so anyway uh what what about you gavin oh the one thing yeah. you wouldn't know just by looking at me that you work out sorry <laughs> <laughs> that I'm is sorry. horrible no hurt people hurt people like, i want to say that you cannot say you're sorry <laughs> because you're looking for ways to say something terrible i'm sorry no you're not I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But if you, I mean, I guess in his favor, though, if you looked at me, didn't know me before now, Betty, mm-hmm. would you look at me and say, like, that guy goes to the gym? That guy works out? No. Because I'm oh, not. Oh, you're the worst. How yeah. am I the worst? No, I think you look ripped and you're jacked oh, and you're beautiful. Your you just said, you made the joke. You started this. <laughs> I, I just did it as a joke because it wasn't true. Because if it was true, Moving it would on. be mean. Gavin, just move on. <laughs> That's probably something I would say, though, like the former athletic version of myself, because I'm still, you know, 60 pounds, 50 pounds heavier than I was in high school. And like that kid was playing like soccer every day, Mm. football, basketball, baseball. Like, I don't look at myself now in the mirror and go like that guy's going to be teaching his kids 
while not being winded how to play a sport yeah at least like i'll show them everything but i even like last night Haley was just like do you want to like do you want to train for like a half marathon with me this year nope and i was just like no like no, i want, want to, to lift weights i want to lose weight but i think running is so boring and i love that people love it but i think running in a straight line for the sake of accomplishing 10 miles or 13 miles that's a really long run i'm not doing that we went upstairs to shoot a video like quickly while betty was downstairs and we were trying to do a mm. surprise video that was and gavin and i both ran upstairs real quick to shoot it and like we go to shoot the video i'm like we gotta wait and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm out of breath like from a running up on two flight of stairs solid minute yeah i'm like <gasps> breathing and then he's he's breathing and we're in this tiny little room we've about exhausted all the oxygen in this room <laughs> we if both you watch the video it it's probably moving up and down a little bit as i <laughs> Recover. Wow. Uh, Betty Rock, what is something that people would not know about you uh, to look at you? Gosh, I don't know. That you're mean. Like, to look at you, like, on the outside, it's like, oh, my gosh, she's beautiful I was and telling sweet. someone just yesterday, because <laughs> they we were talking about Enneagrams, and they were like, oh, which one are you? And I was like, I'm a nine. And they're like, how, do you, how are you a nine when you work in the industry that you're in? And I said... Well, that's where my eight wing comes yes, out. Yeah. Like I have to have that wing because if I don't, I'm just going to be walked all over. Oh, so absolutely. I said, I'm a completely different person at my work than I am outside of work. Mm -hmm. I'm way more bossy, way more controlling, yes. Yes. way more opinionated yes. at work than I am Preach! outside of here. Yeah. Outside of here, I'm like, oh yeah, let's do whatever you want. Like, yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. the, I'm the same way in my personal life. Like yeah. in my personal life, I don't like to upset the apple cart. And if somebody wants to do something that I don't necessarily want to do, I usually go along with it. Mm -hmm. But at work, if you want to do something I don't want to do, I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's super healthy. Uh, all right. Well, with that, uh, I guess that is going to do it for our aftercast. And for as today. always, thanks for being a potty.